Clarence Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Thank you for joining. Hello and good morning to you. Welcome. Yes, it is morning because no matter what time of day you're listening to this, where in the world you might be, what time zone you might be in, if you are listening to this conversation, then you are waking up. So I say good morning to you. And the fact that you're here listening tells me that you want to wake up. You know, it's important that you want to wake up, wake up to your true life. Have you ever had those dreams where you're laying in bed and you're sleeping and, and you're dreaming and it might be a really, really good dream? And you just don't want to wake up because the dream is so good. Um, you don't think about it necessarily as waking up at the time. But once you wake up, you think, oh, gosh, I just want to go back, back to sleep and jump right back into that point of the dream that was feeling so good. And you just can't do it. So, But in this case, when you wake up, you'll be in that state of, of feeling so good because you're truly waking up to your true life. And in doing so, you will be living so somewhat of a dream state. See, your dreams can come true. We had talked about dreams this, uh, this past, uh, I believe it was this past episode we talked about dreams. Maybe a couple of ep- episodes ago, we talked about the seeds of your dreams being a dime a dozen and that your real dreams are, are priceless and they have a great value to them. And and how you go about uh, really getting your dreams. So we're not going to do that tonight because we've already done it. Uh, we did have planned tonight to have a special guest with us. We're trying our best to make sure that um, we get the guests on to join us, but we're not having much luck at this stage. So we're going to just continue to to talk to you about what it really, really takes to have this amazing life that we that we really want in our lives. You know, I'm going to ask you, have you been living your life this week in the highest level of vibration, in the highest level of energy, in the highest level of emotions that are available to you? Now, I know it's difficult to do that 24-7. I know it's difficult to stay in that high level of vibration all the time. But when you can get that um, feeling, when you can get that level of energy that is truly at the highest level of vibration, you begin to attract things in your life that are also vibrating at that same level. So I encourage you to find that level of vibration, that find that level of frequency, find that energy that you can live into all the time. You know, people have asked me about finding their purpose in life. And we, we spoke about this a couple of episodes ago as well, that it's not so I don't think it's that important to just really go out there and try to find your purpose. 
Many people don't find it until they're late, later in their years. And they don't find it until they're till late in life. And some people never truly find what that thing is. But I encourage you not to get wrapped up in trying to figure out what am I supposed to be doing? What I want you to figure out and what, what I want you to focus on is what am I supposed to be feeling? What are you supposed to be feeling? What are you, what's the energy level? What's the emotional vibration that you're supposed to have? If you want to have an emotional vibration that's full of joy and love and beauty and wonderment, that's the high frequency that we should really, really have in our lives that allow us to live that amazing life. Now, if you live in that space most of the time, I'll tell you what will happen. You're going to run right into your purpose. If you're living in the space of high energy and high emotion and high frequency, you will run into your purpose. And in fact, have you ever run into a glass door where you just didn't see it coming and you boom, you ran right into it? That's what will happen. So don't worry about trying to find that thing that you're supposed to be doing, but just find that level of energy that you really want to live into. When you find that level of energy and that frequency, that vibration, that that wonderment, that joy, that love, that beauty, when you're living in that space, you'll run right into your purpose. You know, I had an I had a uh, uh, a situation this past uh, weekend. In fact, I was at the grocery store. When we talk about how how your energy level and how your emotions can affect not only your life but the lives of the people around you, uh, it's so very important because your energy is is uh, contagious. I hope you know that. It can go viral. You know, there's this thing about things going viral on the internet. You'll see these videos that, that people uh, dial into, and the energy level of that video hits people in a certain way, and they'll share it with someone. And they'll share, and that person will share it with 10 people, and so on and so on. And what will happen is it'll spread, and they call it going viral. Well, your energy happens that way as well. And so the energy that you emit throughout your day-to-day life can go viral too. So be careful with that. I was at a grocery store this past weekend, and it's a grocery store that's in the area near near where I live, and it's shutting down. They've gone bankrupt. And, and so I was in the grocery store, and all the employees are, are really feeling very, very down. And they have a, 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 they're not in, a, in the greatest mood, let's say that, because they, they don't know what's going to happen to their jobs. They don't know what's going to happen to their careers. And uh, I was standing in line, and there was a woman in front of me checking out, and she was really giving the clerk a very hard time about everything. And uh, when that woman left, the clerk looked at me and says, oh, that woman was just such a, and he used the B word, he was just, she was just such a, a, a whatever. And, and he started to, to start to go on and on about it. And I said, hey, 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 hold up, hold up. Stop for a moment. Because whatever she was feeling, she's, uh, she's making you feel right now. And, and it's contagious. So don't, let, don't, don't get caught in that. Don't catch the cold from her because it's contagious. Now, understand that this teller, this clerk, was in a, a state of, I'll call it, a low immune system. He, he was not very, his immune system was very, very damaged because of the things that he was going through. So it was very easy for him to pick up on the energy that this woman was, was feeding, feeding him. And, and, you know, if I was in a very low immune system as well or a state of mind or emotions, then I could have picked up on it and passed it on. So your emotions, your energy 
can be contagious and it can go viral. So be careful with that. So anyway, a long introduction. Uh, I want to, again, remind you all to live in these three ways. Be thankful. Always live with an attitude of gratitude. Secondly, give. Give when you can. When you give, you receive at the same time. And then thirdly, because you have the power to choose, love first and then choose. If you lived your life this way this past week, I know you've had an amazing week and you've made an amazing week for the people around you. So that's what I wanted to just introduce to you this this morning. Good morning to you. And uh, we do have our guest with us today, and I'm so happy that he's able to join us. His name is Harold Littlejohn, uh, and I'll just do a quick uh, introduction. Harold Littlejohn is a certified public accountant with over 30 years' experience helping businesses grow. He is the owner of a successful accounting practice and a professor at taxation. He received his Bachelor of Science degree from California State University, Chico, and his Juris Doctor degree from Cal Northern School of Law. Born in Berkeley, Harold grew up in a typical suburban, middle-class setting in San Francisco Bay Area, but he always felt that there was more to life than meets the eye. While his business career was progressing, his thoughts, his passions turned to the world of spirituality. Through much searching and studying, he has combined lessons from the oldest religious themes to the latest cutting-edge science of quantum mechanics into what some are regarding as the answer to some of the age-old questions every person asks at some point in their life. His unique perspective as entrepreneur and seeker of wisdom has culminated in the miracle business method. Harold lives in Northern California with his wife and son. Harold... Are you with us? Hi, Clarence. I'm here. Oh, great. I'm so glad you joined us today. Thank you so much for joining. And uh, I'm really, really interested in this miracle business method. So we're going to talk about that tonight. And uh, with the little bit of time we have before we go into the break, uh, just tell us a little bit more about you, that, uh, about yourself that I, did, I wasn't able to read in your bio. Well, uh, the main thing is, is that I was just listening to your introduction talking about purpose and the fact that you may be older, and I had to mention that I was I was uh, close to 50 years old whenever all of this sort of struck me, and I do want to encourage everybody listening that it's never too late. Uh, this is sort of my passion side of my business now, and uh, I would just say that uh, you can never... Don't ever turn away from your dream because whatever you're thinking, if you go with what you know, you'll probably be correct. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I like to um, let people know if they're just if they're feeling good about what they're doing, that those things will reveal themselves to to them. If they're not feeling real good um, inside, then it's kind of a clue that maybe you should turn turn left or turn right or even turn around and and uh, keep moving in that direction. Part of the miracle business method is, is exactly that. It's just the simple question that you ask yourself during the day, how am I feeling? Mm. Wow, that's very powerful. That's and very powerful. As as, and and if, you, if you know you've got that negative feeling, that's the time you have to turn, like you say, turn it around. And I always say turn the ship around because, you know, the, those big ships takes a little while to reverse course, but you can do it. Yes, 
Absolutely. Well, Harold, thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. Number one, it's validation of the things that I, I know as truth for me, but to hear someone else say that uh, really makes uh, makes a difference. And for our listeners as well, to hear someone other than me talk about this in this way means, uh, means a lot. So we're going to take a, uh, a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to, to have uh, Mr. Littlejohn Talk to us a bit more about his miracle business method, because I I can just tell there's a lot of great stuff in that that not only affects our lives, but affects our business. And that's what we'd like to learn today. So stay with us. We'll be right back right after these messages. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883 0909-17. That's 8883-090917. Your time is now. Let's break through to the next level of your career. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host. And with us tonight, we have a very, very special guest, Harold Littlejohn. Harold, you were talking to us before the break about um, just really turning your thoughts around when you have those negative feelings um, and how that can really make a difference. Um, That's one of the things that sounds like that your miracle business method talks about. Why don't you just tell us a little bit more about the overall program? Thanks, Clarence. I'd love to. The miracle business method grew out of a what happened while I was doing all this learning and reading. I was realizing that all the books I was reading, from the most modern, up-to-date books, back to the old uh, Nag Hammadi and the lost uh, uh, lost years of Jesus type things, everything I was reading about spirituality was connecting with itself, and that led me to want to put it together. The thing about turning it around is that the real basis. Every goal in the Miracle Business Method, which is basically uh, five or six main steps broken down into a few uh, exercises in in each step, but the entire thing is geared toward helping business people, and of course it works for anyone, but me being a business person, I can communicate with them a little more directly. It all just boils down to changing your mind and staying in 
that mind that occupies the present moment. And once you learn how to just switch over to that side of your mind, everything else falls into place. So all of the exercises in the Miracle Business Method mostly point toward just getting you in that right mind where everything flows, and that's what I'd like to talk about tonight. Oh, that's the, excellent. The, uh, the main thing is that when I start teaching people, the first thing I teach them is the number one most important step you can do to elevate your consciousness to this place where I call it the consciousness we all share is to do what's called mind-watching. It's a simple concept. It's easy to do when you do it. The problem is remembering to do it. So the first step I teach people with the Miracle Business Method, the main chapter of Chapter 1, is mind-watching. And simply, you just mentally step back, and instead of letting your mind pull you all day long like a boat down a river, you step back and start observing your thoughts. And if you once you do that, you've arrived at that second level where you are now observing your own mind instead of being your own mind and getting caught up in your own mind. And Eckhart Tolle in The Power of Now talks about this, and that was one of the books that influenced me quite a bit. So uh, I think it's brilliant the way he describes it. But I start out with this mind-watching to get people into that area where you're you're no longer letting your own mind pull you around. Clarence, have you ever noticed when you, if you drive to work and you spend 10 minutes in traffic that you arrive when you get there and you say to yourself, oh, I'm already here? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's simply the fact that your mind took you over and you, you weren't observing your thoughts. Your thoughts took you with them and you were just lost for 10 minutes. And a lot of times those thoughts are, are thoughts about the past. A lot of times they're negative and, and they're about worry, maybe a worrisome future comes up. So what's nice is when you get into the side of your mind where you're observing your own thoughts, you don't get stressed out because you're just watching them go by. Like I call mm. it like floats in a parade. Mm. That's it. It's very interesting you say that because the um, the issue of of your thoughts um, being focused on the past, let's say, um, where there may be uh, something that's happened that you have regrets about, or something that 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 is really bugging you, or something in the future that you're worried about that this might happen or that might happen. Um, when you're focused on the past and the future you're really not present. You're not fully present. And to your point, when Eckhart Tolle talks about the power of the now, that's really where the power lies. And if you can find a way to to capture that, I'm not saying never to think about the past or the future, but if you can really understand that's where the power is, you can really start to make that shift. That's right. And one of the little tricks that I give my students is that I have bright orange, you can get them at the stationery store, the bright orange little stickers that you can kind of stick everywhere. And you put those, like, for instance, on your computer monitor, the corner of your monitor. You put it on the steering wheel of your car. You put it on your bathroom mirror. And that is your little reminder 20 times a day 
to get back into the right mind. Because if you don't have some sort of reminder all day, you know, business keeps up with you, life catches up with you, uh, you get a call where you have to help someone, and you'll forget all about getting into that right mind. The only thing you have to do is every week or two, you have to change the color. <laughs> because the, the orange dot becomes normal, so you switch it to green. Right. And then, uh, you know, so, but basically that, that, that first step uh, is uh, oftentimes, I, I, I got to tell you a quick story. I am a Toastmaster, so I'm speaking at the local Toastmasters, and I'm speaking to a group of 20, 25 regular people, regular size audience there. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, one of the Toastmasters is someone I'm not, I'm not super close to, but she's a policewoman. She's like a police captain in the local police department here, which isn't a big town. We're, Chico's a city of around 80,000 people. It's, it's large, but it's out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm speaking to this group, and I simply did a 15-minute Toastmaster speech uh, on the subject, on the topic of mind-watching. Well, what was interesting is that, of course, it seemed like everybody enjoyed it, and I think they all got something out of it when we got done. But in particular, this policewoman looked at me with wide eyes and said, my mind is blown. And she was just sitting there with her eyes wide open, kind of like a hippie on an LSD trip. And it was interesting to me because I felt like I really connected. If the only purpose of that speech was to help one person, I feel like I did that because she absolutely acted like I blew her mind. And, you know, a police captain isn't going to be anybody with any wild thoughts normally. But uh, anyway, so that's the type of learning that people who can can get some help with my miracle business method. That's just the start. But it, it, it can be it can be almost life changing if you if you begin to practice it. Yes, and it does take practice, I would imagine. As you mentioned, uh, having those reminders certainly helps. And and um, it's. One of the things that I, I share with people is I can tell you, and, and, and Harold, you can tell us exactly how to do this, but unless we actually do it and practice it, we'll never really, really get to do it. And it's, it's, like, a, um, it's like solving a Rubik's Cube. I, I, I figured out how to solve the Rubik's Cube. I, I had a, um, someone try to teach me that and taught it to me in 15 minutes, but I still couldn't solve it because I needed to actually do it, practice it, fail at it, practice it, fail at it, practice it, and so on. And, and so I'm really appreciative that you, that you recognize that you're telling us how to do this, but I want to make sure that people know that they've got to practice, practice, practice. Well, a little later, I'm going to talk about my course uh, that starts in January. I'll give you the details later. But one feature of that course is that each week I assign homework so that mm. anybody participating has no choice they have to practice like a like a student in college yes yes that's great that's great so the the mind watching is is that's one of the did you say five steps that are involved here well, that's one of the main five i mean i've got quite a few offshoots but the the base that's the first basic step that'll i call it the number one best thing you can do to elevate your consciousness uh-huh. it's it's like the old uh, um it's like the old saying before enlightenment, uh, carry water, chop wood. After enlightenment, carry water, chop wood. <laughs> There's no real changes that are going to happen necessarily in the physical world immediately. 
though I will tell you a story about how it does work immediately sometimes when the other when the people around you are ready. Mm. Yes. Yes. Well, the uh, uh, you know certainly the first step usually is being aware, and I think that's one of the gifts that we have as as humans, if you will, is the fact that we do have a level of awareness. We're aware that we're aware, and and to be aware of what your mind is is thinking, and so that you can uh, watch what's going on is a it's a tremendous gift. Right. Some people like like I believe that police woman I was talking about. I think she's gone her whole life letting her mind just pull her along every day. And when she finally realized there's an alternative way to think and that you can actually be in control this way, it really, you know, it was a shock to her. Oh, one of the things I had to say real quick, when you were talking about the supermarket clerk in your introduction, um, one of the things that I've learned and part of the Miracle Business Method, but it really stems from the book called A Course in Miracles and Whenever somebody's uptight or there's a problem in traffic or someone's honking their horn, what I like from one of the things I really like from the course is everything that you see someone do is either love or a call for love. So that if you can remember that when you see something somebody's doing, like the clerk who got upset or whatever, or the customer who got upset, if instead of thinking of it as whatever, you just think, okay, that wasn't what that wasn't love, so it was a call for love, and then that immediately switches you over to the helping mode, and like you did with that person who was talking about it, you helped him by not letting that call for love drag him into her world, which was right. really a great answer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's interesting. I like the way I like the way you put that, and uh, I'm a very a uh, very staunch fan, if you will, and that's probably the wrong word of the Course in Miracles. I really love what's what uh, what's written there. Um, you know, it's, sometimes it's difficult when when two people are together and they're both screaming out for love, <laughs> but can't hear each other. <laughs> so that's where a lot of conflict comes in. But but that's absolutely true. I appreciate that. Well, we we uh, we've got about another minute before the break. Um, and so why don't you just introduce what, what you would call maybe the, the next step after mind-watching. What, what, what should we be well, paying uh, attention to there? Well, the mind-watching sort of goes with that present moment awareness, so those are going to be kind of combined. But my main next step that I want to talk about is a Hawaiian problem-solving technique called Ho'oponopono, and uh-huh. it's very powerful. Ah, I can't wait to hear this. When we uh, when we come back from the break, we're gonna we're gonna uh, dive into that. I have heard uh, about that, and don't ask me to pronounce it again. I can, you know, it's got a lot of O's and N's and P's in in the word ho'opono pono, <laughs> and uh, but it is such. I understand that it is such a, a a powerful practice, and I'm I'm glad to hear that you're using it as well in in your miracle. Uh, method for business. Um, so when we get back, you can you can share what that's all about and how we can implement it in our lives. We're Great. here with we're here with Harold Littlejohn, and Harold is enlightening us uh, about some of the things that we can do to not only help our lives but our business. When we come back, he'll tell us more. We'll be back right after this. Life 
Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, we're here with Harold Littlejohn, and he is going to um, just tell us a little bit more about the Miracle Business Method, and I'm looking forward to yet more uh, more tips and more more techniques we can use. Uh, Harold, tell us about the Ho'oponopono Method. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely an interesting word. I've written it so many times now I'm good at it, but it's not easy. So uh, what it is, is this is, of course, uh, stems from uh, reading another really excellent book. It's a book from a Internet marketing guru who I followed even before I was reading about spirituality. I didn't realize how spiritual he was. And his name's Dr. Joe Vitale. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about him because of his Internet marketing. But he wrote. He co-wrote a book called. Um, uh, the, I'm sorry. The name of the book's actually escaped me now. But it's about his co-author. It's called Zero Limits, and his co-author is Dr. E. Haleaka Hu Len. And this it's a story of a Hawaiian psychologist who didn't believe it when someone tried to teach him this problem-solving method. He had gone to a few seminars, and he actually quit going because he didn't believe it but he started believing it and he learned it and what happened was and the the basis of this zero limits book is the story that he signed on as a staff psychologist for 20 hours a week at the hawaii state hospitals criminal the the ward for the criminally insane these are like murderers and just terrible crime uh situations hopeless people who were insane, so they couldn't go to jail, so they they went here. The story tells the story of him starting there, and while he started, they had a lot of employees that weren't showing up to work too much. There was violence in the hallways. The patients all had to be shackled. It was just a terrible place. He even mentions in the book that paint wouldn't stick to the walls and the plumbing was always broken. It was just a real negative place, kind of like something you'd see in one of those scary movies with the psycho wards. But to make a long story short, this psychologist never sat down with a patient as a doctor-patient relationship. In other words, 
the normal psychologist you would think would have a meeting with the guy and ask him, well, you know, what did your parents do to you when you were little or, you know, were you thrown out to the alley when you were two years old and what happened, blah, blah, blah. What this man did, he poured over the patient's records and he said to himself, and I'm just trying to encapsulate this to to make you understand the, the theory of this thing. In his mind, this doctor said, what is it that I'm now sharing this program? So he would read over the files of these people, but he wouldn't see them as a patient, but he would do this simple method, which I'll tell you how to do in a minute. And the moral of this book is that this ward started to change. The patients started not needing to be shackled. They started getting outdoor time where they could actually go outside. And he mentions in this, this was in the 1980s, they actually went and had tennis tournaments and cookie bake sales. And the entire place changed so much that within a couple years, all but like two of these people had basically been cured and the ward was no longer needed. So it was closed. Now, the way I heard about this was reading this book called Zero Limits, but Joe Vitale had heard this story like on the Internet, I guess back in probably about 15 years ago, and he was so amazed by this story that was sort of viral on the Internet. I didn't see it back then. He found out who, how to get in touch with this Dr. Hu Lin, and they co- collaborated on this book. So the bottom line is that this person simply said, over and over while reading these uh, papers about these uh, patients, he said four simple phrases over and over. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And the way he describes it in the book is he's talking to the divine, which is, you know, sort of that inner being, the God that's in all of us. You could talk about it however you want. But the bottom line is, regardless of what he, why he says it, it worked. And the fact that he physically solved, I can't think of a worse situation than criminally insane murderers all in a hospital ward that's a misery to be at. And within two years, it's, it's solved and it's gone. And so that's where this book stems from. And so every time I have any doubts, because we always doubt things, every time I work on this, I teach someone this, but if I ever have a doubt that's like, like, does that stuff really work? I just remind myself of that. And I do have a quick story directly related to this. The very first seminar I gave when I put my outline together for the Miracle Business Method eight or nine years ago, I teach at the law school, so I was able to rent a room there, of course, for free, which, which was nice because this was not a money-making venture at that time. And I invited a few of my clients who I knew were receptive to this kind of thing. And one of the attendees of that very first seminar was a man who was, he's an entrepreneur type, but he's been through all these different phases. He goes on a new multi-level marketing, tries something different. Uh, they don't always work. Uh, and so during this little seminar, I taught them this Ho'oponopono. I told them to say it over and over about anything you want and see what happens. So the very next day, this and we ended about 8 or 9 p.m. that night. It's a small town, so the longest you can drive home from, from this place is maybe 10 minutes. So the very next day, I get an email from this man, and he says, Harold, you wouldn't believe it. He says, I did what you told me on the way home. When I got home, my wife met me at the door, said, how was your seminar, honey? 
And he says it's totally different than it ever was before. It's usually, you know, same old thing. Well, what'd you do this time? Which million dollar scheme you working on now? But this time he did that on the way home. And 10 minutes later, he had the best reception he's ever had when he reached his door after a seminar. And those are the kinds of things that will happen when you start doing this. I've got lots of stories about that that I'll cover in my, uh, in my course that I'll talk about a little later. But sure. if you try this, you probably won't believe how quickly sometimes it will happen. And you say, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you about anything. There's also a quick story in the Zero Limits book itself, which I find very fun and amazing. There's a man... In the book, I think his name's Marvin, and he's a salesman at a high-end, expensive car place down in Florida. And he's setting records, selling all these, you know, very expensive Lamborghinis and all this to these wealthy people. And Joe Vitale asked him, well, how do you sell this many cars? And this guy was doing Ho'oponopono. He was putting stickers all over the store, and he was doing it all day long. He says, I don't sell anything. They just walk in. The customers just come. He doesn't do any selling. He just does Ho'oponopono all day long. So that's just another real interesting story. I recommend that book to everybody. I just love it. Wow. Some powerful stories there. Um, Zero Limits, um, Joe Fatale. Right. Uh, And Dr., uh, did you say Harlan? No, he's got a long name. It's, uh, It's like E. Haleakala Hulan, but it ends with H E W space. L-E-N. Okay. But I think if people type in Zero Limits, Joe Vitale, they'll, they'll get the book. Yeah, I've, uh, I've really studied uh, some of what Joe Vitale has, has put out there. In fact, I've, I went through his Law of Attraction certification uh, program as well. And Joe Vitale, for those who are not familiar with him, he was in that, uh, that video called The Secret uh, right. as well. And uh, he really does talk about how you how you attract things into your lives. And it sounds like this is yet another uh, method to do that, this Ho'oponopono. Right. And what I like about it is with the law of attraction, I I get a little frustrated because I never really get exactly what I'm thinking. And (laughs) I like the Ho'oponopono better because it works better on, on any subject. You can actually change, try it. You can actually change the person you're with behavior. Uh, Another one of my students had a very troublesome grandchild that was just one of those bad behavior situations, calls for love all the time, I guess. And she, I taught her how to do this, and she was with him, and she started doing that while she was having this trouble with the grandchild. He's about five years old, I think, at the time. And she said it was unbelievable. She says about 20 seconds after I did that, he looked at me and said, Grandma, I love you. I mean, it actually changes behaviors right in the room you're in. So That's amazing. That is yeah. amazing. Oh. And the other thing I always tell people is you don't have to believe this stuff. You just got to try it. Right, right. <laughs> well, when you open yourself up to that level of, of, uh, of energy, the love energy, um, it is contagious. It's a viral, and, and it will affect other people. So that's, that's amazing. The I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Gratitude is so important. Ah, I That's love right. that story. It's all, all four of those give you what you really need. 
Yes, yes. The, the the one area that people really struggle with is the issue of forgiveness. And we won't we won't go into a lot of depth here because that's probably an entire show in itself. But uh, just saying I forgive is uh, or please forgive me, uh, understanding that that um, that we're we're in the space where we need to be forgiven also uh, that that really drops the guard and it just opens you up. Uh, for the for the goodness and the abundance that's available to you, love that. I agree totally. In fact, I'd like to talk about that if we can a little later here. Yeah, absolutely. We'll start talking about it now. We've got a couple of minutes before the break, oh, so we'll tell us yeah. what are your thoughts great. about forgiveness. Well, another uh, that's that's a big part of the uh, couple of the final steps. But I have one part of the uh, course that I call uh, into the mirror, and again. Uh, Eckhart Tolle mentions it in The Power of Now. Uh, it's real real big for the Course in Miracles type thinking, but if you consider, if you buy into the fact that, and that's where the quantum physics comes into, but if you do buy into the fact that everything you see is merely a reflection of what's in your mind and it's a projection, once you, if you can get into that mode, even if you really don't believe it, if you can just try it, then you realize that when you're forgiving that person who, you know, just cut you off in traffic or did whatever to you, when you forgive them, the bottom line is you're actually forgiving yourself. And that's where the peace will come back to you as soon as you do it. So like you were saying about, you know, uh, you know, giving is receiving, that really is the bottom line to that. But People don't understand that on the level of the world because the world is still competition. There's always a winner and a loser. There's scarcity. There's lack. Uh, everybody's broke, blah, blah, blah. But if you can just try for a few minutes a day to next time you're sitting there talking with someone to think that you're just say to my, and I say to myself, along with Ho'oponopono, I say, I'm looking at my own thoughts. And that reminds me that if I can forgive whatever's going on, I'm actually forgiving myself, and it just instantly brings a more peaceful feeling. Wow. That's very powerful. Uh, thank you for that, Harold. We're, we're going to take a quick break, but uh, that was, uh, that's a great, great thing to take us into the break because that's such a very, very important part of what it takes to really build the life that we're trying to, trying to build. And that forgiveness can't you, – you just can't – just brush by that. That's an important part of it, and that stops a lot of people. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Harold Littlejohn. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. 
Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome to Toginet, cutting-edge radio. To True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Okay, we're here with Harold Littlejohn, and he is just, uh, in a very, very short and powerful way, Talk to us about forgiveness. And I mean, that's a huge, huge subject. But, Harold, I love the way you just boiled it down and, and got right to the heart of it. So thank you for that. It's a great way to sum it up. Um, I, I want to take a, just a, a minute, Harold, to before we, before we run out of time in this last segment, to let people know where to find you. So how do we find you? How do we find your miracle business method? How do we get in touch with you? How do we take advantage of your programs? Well, you can go to my website. It's miraclebusinessmethod.com, spelled normally, no spaces, no dashes. And you can read a lot about these basic steps. I'm also a practicing CPA, so if you want to find out a little bit more about me, you can also look at my CPA website, which is hlittlejohn.com, H-L-I-T-T-L-E-J-O-H-N, Com. But Miracle Business Method, like I say, is my passion and my uh, the, you know, the other one pays the bills. It's kind of like the don't quit the day job thing. But um, the MiracleBusinessMethod.com, and I'd encourage you not only to read some blog posts and some testimonials, but check out the click above that says Course, because that is the summary of my course called Miracle Prosperity Course that's going to go live January sixth of twenty sixteen, and uh, it's all it's all described in in the website. Great, great, thank you for that. Um, so, uh, everyone, you heard it: miraclebusinessmethod.com dot com to and find actual, out more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, sorry about that. My actual email there uh, is info at miraclebusinessmethod.com. dot com. So, even if you don't go to the website, you can write directly. Uh, to the Miracle Business uh, email there at info at. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, uh, you know, I've, I've got to ask the question, uh, being a certified public accountant um, seems to be so very left brain and, um, you know, the spirituality encompasses both left and right, but there's a little bit more right brain. Uh, how did you find, how did you bridge that gap? What, what brought you to that? I know in your bio you talk about really having thought about this over, over time, but you, you must have had just an epiphany at some point. You said later in life, um, was, you know, it just boiled up in you and you just couldn't resist it anymore or what? Well, there, there, was, there wasn't any one thing that really triggered it. I think, you know, as you get a little older and, you know, I started – I actually started in this exact location that my office is still in 25 years ago. So uh, when I hit my late 40s, uh, I just started, yeah, a little bit of a search. Uh, not that I was really lacking a whole lot. I've got a, a great wife and a great son and 
a great business, uh, but something just kind of made me start reading these books, and it, I started putting everything together. And one thing is, see, my dad was a CPA, and I learned through him. I worked for him right out of college. I got an accounting degree sort of knowing that I could kind of, because I've seen him all these years doing a lot of income tax and accounting work. So I knew it was a, it was a good business. It wasn't thrilling like being a you know movie star or anything, but it, it did well for my dad. And I, I, I won't say I kind of fell into it, but I was very, very good at math. And even though I don't do a lot of complicated math, it's math all day long. So if someone calls me up, and starts throwing me numbers. I mean, I can mentally do a lot of the tax uh, planning right in my head. So I was naturally good at the left brain math stuff. So it just kind of it worked out real well for me. But uh, I think it's sort of like in the, if anybody that's familiar with A Course in Miracles, that whole book started from two people who said there must be a better way. So mm. uh, the main thing is is that uh, like the Course in Miracles says. You know, peace of mind is not a small gift. If you could go, you know, regardless of what happens in your outside world, quote, if you could go all day long having total peace of mind, what else could you possibly want? Mm -hmm. And so that's where it led me to just want, I want more peace, more minutes of the day. I want less right. strife. I want less stress. I want less problems. I want more peace. So that's sort of how it all kind of came about for me. Oh, excellent. Very good. Very good. So is there is there more? I mean, that obviously is a lot more to the uh, miracle business method. Um, but you had talked about the um, the mind watching and you talked about the uh, Ho'oponopono. And um, I know there's more. You you mentioned something about quantum mechanics and and choosing your thoughts and just give us another another nugget while we've got you here. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Here's here's the other thing. This was a major player when I was reading all these books like Tolley and, and Course in Miracles, but I was also reading these physics books for laymen because I'm not a scientist and the math is just out there. So I'm learning these things as I read this, and it absolutely blows my mind. If anybody's interested in getting their mind blown, and this is something, the main thing when you hear the word quantum mechanics, it's over, a, it's about a hundred years old now, and the bottom line is this quantum physics has never been disproven in an experiment. One of the great quotes from a quantum physicist is, I believe it's Niels Bohr, B-O-H-R. His quote is, and I got to get this right, if you aren't completely I can't remember the exact quote, but it's something to the effect of, if you aren't completely blown away, you don't understand it. Mm. In other words, it's so far out there, but it's, but it's the truth, and they haven't disproven it yet. I'll give you one quick one. Uh, if you look this up on, like, YouTube, there's a great cartoon called, uh, just look up Dual Slit Experiment, and uh, the guy's name is Dr. Quantum. His actual name is Fred Allen Wolf, and he's an author, but he's got a channel on YouTube called Dr. Quantum. Anyway, to make a long story short, they, they show that when you send uh, photons through a single slit, on the back of the screen, it looks like little bullets shot through the slit, which would make sense. If you 
send the photons through a thing with two slits and you leave the room and you don't monitor it, on the back of the screen is a wave pattern. And this, this video does a good job of explaining it. What it's saying is this light that's going through there is acting like a wave. Well, the problem with this dual slit experiment is when they then set up a monitoring thing to watch which slit the electrons are going through, it again shows up as looking like BBs. So the bottom line is that depending, that's what they call the participatory universe. The observer plays a major role in what's observed. Now, to me, this whole thing ties into exactly what I've been reading because Anybody who begins reading A Course in Miracles and begins reading the basic premise of A Course in Miracles, it says flat out, this world is not real. And it's like to a dream. And when you wake up in the morning, you're just waking to... In other words, the, the course can be boiled down like this. When you're asleep, what are you looking at? How can you feel, and I've done experiments like this, if anybody's who had an experience with lucid dreaming, which I used to practice, uh, I've had experiments when I do get myself into a lucid dream, I'd be flying down the road and I would like be moving my feet and they would be acting like wings of a plane and I would be saying to myself, man, this really does feel real. That feels just like wind, but I know I'm dreaming. And what the Course basically says is, when you wake up in the morning, you're just waking to a different dream. You're not fully awake. So uh, the, the bottom line on all this is that this quantum physics that they're experimenting by looking at every little particle, and it's a wave or a, or a particle, it, it can be either one depending on who's watching. It all fits in with the fact that when mankind, where we're at now, gets these microscopes and these accelerators to break up these particles, the more we look at these small particles, the more we're finding that it's not there. It's coming out of nowhere. And like I say, this whole field of quantum mechanics, I'm not a scientist. I don't pretend to be, but I've read so many layman's books that I realize that there is no explanation for this other than the spiritual. And a lot of the, you'll see a lot of articles that'll just poo-poo that, like, oh, and the main thing about a scientist is you're not going to change their mind. Even Albert Einstein didn't like this whole quantum thing, and he's like the most brilliant guy ever. And one of his quotes is, I prefer to think that the moon is there even when I'm not looking at it. Yes, yes, uh, I, I, I do know that uh, Einstein, very late in his career, before he died, um, began to come around, if you will, to quantum reality and and give it um, a, a little bit of validation. Actually, he was like he he couldn't disprove it, as you mentioned, and he said, right. "You know what? It, there, there's probably something to this." And that's as far as he would go. But even someone <laughs> as brilliant as him uh, right. realized that, that there was more. Ago. Yeah, right. absolutely. And so since then, that's like 70 or 80 years since then, all they do is keep revalidating this theory that matter comes out of nowhere. Yes. Now, you know, as we, you know, as we look at the, the daily lives that we live, you know, the things that we see, you and I can look at the very same thing and see something different based on how we interpret it in our minds and what we think about it and how we perceive it. And it's, very, it's as real to me as anything, 
but your perception of it is as real to you as anything, and, and it could be very different. So we're literally creating our separate realities as we go through um, this time and space together. That's right. And who's to say that uh, when I see blue, who's to say that you see blue? That's right. You might be seeing what I would call green. <laughs> right, right. And you, you may be seeing like a lot of hair on my head. <laughs> but I don't uh, know. <laughs> uh, Harold, it's, it's just been a, a real pleasure talking with you tonight, I, uh, this morning, because it is morning. We're waking up. I do really, really appreciate your time. And uh, once again, why don't you just let people know how they can find you and, and hear more from, from you? Yes. You can go to my website, uh, miraclebusinessmethod.com. And you can write me directly at info at miraclebusinessmethod.com. And I have a course that's starting on January 6th. It's a four Wednesdays in a row in January. And I know January is a great month because if you want to make a New Year's resolution to change your life for the better, what better way than by taking the Miracle Prosperity course for four Wednesdays during the month of January? And I'd love to... Love to hear from you. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, everyone, sign up for that as soon as you can, as soon as it's available. Harold, again, thank you so much. I really do appreciate your time. I honor the work that you're doing, and uh, let's absolutely stay in touch. I will. Thanks a lot, Clarence. Great, great talking with you. All right. Everyone, uh, as always, live in thanks. Live with an attitude of gratitude. Happiness doesn't begin until gratitude starts. Give when you can. Giving is a two-way street. And thirdly, because we have the power to choose, we can choose our thoughts. We can choose so much. Love first and then choose. You'll have a great week. We'll talk to you again next week, everyone. Take care. for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.